Rise from your grave. Hi everybody, welcome to Radio Redux. Yes, that was the Halloween version of the theme. Um, I actually somehow managed to forget that I had created a new version of the Halloween theme. And uh, yeah, I felt kind of bad about not using it at the correct time. And since it was never going to get used again, it seemed a bit of a waste. So, you know, happy Halloween in January of, or, or something to that effect. Uh, welcome to Radio Redux, I'm your host AUK, as per usual, welcoming you to one of our remaining special shows before the big finale, and we say bye-bye to this uh, eight years of my life. Um, but yes, of course, we are in uh, 2014, time is marching on, and uh, so must we, so let's get on with things. Today's show has a very specific theme. It includes music from games that I personally have worked on. That is actually quite a number of games, it turns out. Uh, I have, an, a, I believe that the total I have currently is 70 that I specifically count. Uh, I do not count a lot of digital-only re-releases and ports. I don't tend to do that. Uh, if I did the total would be probably a lot closer to 100 games. Now, there's no way on earth that uh, we can actually, you know, go through that in one sitting today. Yeah, it would be nice. It'd be nice if we did. But, uh, yeah, I think Radio Sega uh, would get a bit, bit bored of me by that period of time. And, frankly... I don't have the patience to sit through and and and, and annotate and uh, tell you a story about every single game that I've ever worked on. So here is a selection of tracks. Um, pretty much the first lot that came up to me uh, in order, actually. But um, they're not in any specific chronological order either. Basically, when we get to one, they'll talk about it. But uh, we'll start off with... Splash Wave from Outrun 2, specifically representing Outrun Online Arcade, which was my first chance 
Um, I well no, it's not my, it was my first chance actually. What am I saying? It was my second chance to uh, work with the lovely people at Sumo Digital. That was a very peculiar game to work on actually. Um, sorting out things with Ferrari. We are working with Ferrari. It's kind of a freaking big deal. I was kind of geeking out about that. Um, and in the end, I got to actually go over to Italy, to Maranello, and actually to their f to the um, the museum. Got to see their factory. Got to see a lot of behind the scenes stuff. Went went to see the production line. Went to see all these Ferraris being made, um, and this brand new automated processing facility, which then proceeded to break down as soon as we got there. Actually, and there was a big there was a big argument between all the engineers with, with lots of Italian and gesturing and and, and gesturing and ah, you marvel, and flipping of, flipping of throats, and and all sorts of atypical, uh, stere atypical, stereotypical um, Italian <laughs> things you would associate with two Italian people having a big, massive Barney. Um, much to the embarrassment, it should be pointed out, of the lady who was showing us round. Uh, actually, they'd also just start. What was really nice was. Uh, the most of the floor actually at the back was was really empty the, 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 it was a brand new building and what they had done actually a, a little while ago was announced that they were going to do this um, new policy whereas if you actually had a classic ferrari you could send it to ferrari and they would actually fix it for you and you know and well, fix it up for you and, and bring it back to spec within reason uh, pretty much for free and they were because one of the things that was definitely in their mind was they didn't know where a lot of these classic Ferraris now resided and they were astonished by the, by the actual um, take up of this offer because they really didn't think anyone would, would, would care too much about it and what they actually had instead was <laughs> most of the factory floor like that, that was supposed to be empty was actually full of old Ferraris that people have been sent in in various states of, of condition and there was old racing Ferraris from uh, the, t the times where they did things like um, like Mon um, and uh, really really old classic Ferraris there was a Testarossa there and yeah it was a fantastic time uh, one of the other things of course with uh, the Outrun was outrun the rest a fantastic competition where you could go and race a member of uh, sega sumo studio staff and yes if you those who beat and beat them online in a race will receive an outrun t-shirt which was really really cool and i've still got mine somewhere um and yeah it was that you were up against the challenge sega account and all in all um yeah it turned out every single person that actually you faced on Challenge Sega was actually me because nobody at Sega or Sumo would actually help me to do it. So yeah, it just it just struck me earlier because I still I still own the Challenge Sega account. Perhaps we should do some sort of additional things down the line involving that maybe, um, which would be funny uh, because a lot of people are probably still waiting for Sega to do something with that account. They never did again. They never did it. much to my. I did continue to suggest things actually, like, hey, you know, we've got that Challenge Sega account, we could do stuff if. No, we don't want to do that. No, no, no. And I was like, oh, yeah, I know, because it, it might involve you doing something, I guess. Anyway, that is all. <laughs> that is all, in, a sen in essence, uh, what you had with Outrun 
Online Arcade. A fantastic title, obviously online port of 2 and a little bit of uh, 2SE. But, yeah. All we have next, we have, say, uh, Splash Wave Outrun 2 version. Enjoy.
the opening to Night's Journey of Dreams there. I could, of course, go on about Night's and the story of uh, myself meeting Digi and Trippy all those years ago on a rainy day in in Edinburgh. Uh, But frankly, you've heard that story before. Um, It was uh, nice to see Digi at Death's Door. Um, but then Santa Kev appeared and, and gave him many gifts and he lit up his little cherub face and, uh, yeah, all was well after that, I, I, I guess. Um, yeah, I love that game. I, um, it was uh, great to be a part of and I still claim that the Knights fan base is the best fan base that I had the privilege of interacting with. I always hold them up. As this this wonderful this wonderful group of people, because you know they had been left on their own for over a decade, and they got they kept things going on their own, and you know to 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 stay true fans to to that degree is 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 really impressive and and uh, in no way uh, should should be denied. Um, I think a lot of people forget that. Um, when fans actually, when when the Knights fans, there's a campaign or something, and the Knights fans want something. I think there's probably a tendency nowadays to go, oh, God, the Knights fans are starting again. Um, of course, the fact of the matter is that there are fans for that brand there in the first place, uh, which is something that you forget about. Um, there is not the there is not the big massive community that there is uh, for a lot of other titles that people. I can honestly say I doubt. Um, I don't think there's a, a humongous Space Channel 5 community out there who are going to go absolutely mental if something doesn't happen with Ulala. Um, but there are, and also not to say there isn't fans that do care about that brand and that, and that game, but there's just not, there's not in amongst the Sega brands um, past Sonic and, you know, the, the likes of Total War and Football Manager, they're really isn't the um the the depth there to for actual fan groups yet there is a knights community a separate whole knights community but like i say another day another story another topic which we'll never get to now so up next is actually a track from sonic and the black knight um that was a peculiar one to work on. Um, the obviously the second storybook title. Maybe we'll see more storybook titles in the future. I honestly don't know at this point in time, um, which is actually quite nice. Actually, uh, Lost World was the first first game for Sonic in about you know seven years that I didn't know anything about before it was announced or what was going on. So it was so uh, it's a nice situation, but. Yeah, uh, Sonic uh, the Black Knight was was great. I did a, a joint event actually in London. I was actually staff member of that, and uh, there was um, uh, Black Knight shown off, and the producer was there, and we interacted to a, a very very vague degree. I think I was introduced, and he sort of looked at me and just sort of went. Mm. In as, as Japanese a way as, as you could. Um, 
because uh, he was actually too busy trying to beat his own score to really give a damn <laughs> about, about the, 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 the little puny community manager. Get back under your box. You'll be a... When I need you, I'll summon you. Um, but there was that, and there was also, actually, um, whilst we're... Uh, whilst we were on that subject uh, there was also the producer of a game called Let's Tap There and of course the producer of that was Yuji Naka and it was after the event actually that um, I um, <laughs> sat down and had a conversation with Yuji Naka um, and the old story goes that we were in this really really fancy bar um, you know the, the the ones that you have they have in the, the highest floor of the hotel this we were in one of those and it was all the staff members and nakasan had a glass of the most expensive champagne in the house and then there was me drinking budweiser out of a bottle and talking to him um but it was at that point that he first heard about well heard about in depth because he'd heard about it previously heard in depth about this thing that the fans were doing called Summer of Sonic. And Summer of Sonic, he was very interested about that. But see, his knowledge of the community was quite impressive, actually. He knew, he knew all about Sonic Stadium. Um, he had heard of Radio Sega, actually. He, it was one of the things that was mentioned about, about that radio, sh- radio station. Um, so I was like, yeah, wow. I was like, it was like you know, and I was like, which, which one of the two of them? And I was like, oh, no, there is two, isn't there? And I was like, oh, God, he even knows that. Wow. Um, but yes, it was, it was explained, and we, we talked at length, and I, 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 I expressed a... Uh, I expressed the life story, as, as far as I knew, of Mr. Uh, Jocelyn Esquire, and uh, told a little bit about myself. He wasn't particularly interested in mine. Um, but then again, who is? <laughs> and, uh, but yes, we, we, the first actual um, groundwork for Nakasan to come to Summer Sonic was actually uh, back then, because I sort of made some sort of overtures like hey you know down the line if you would you be interested in coming like oh yes 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 yes, yes i would be i would be and all the sake of people looking at me who were translating in a very sort of what are you doing <laughs> what are you doing this will cost us lots of money no you can't have him and he's like no he wants to come now tough um but yeah it was a very it was a very surreal very surreal events and uh, it, was, it was actually fun because the thing we, we talked about most wasn't Sonic it wasn't even gaming we actually talked the most about his car collection and and his racing um, about him uh, he's got two loads of leases I doubt he's got two loads of leases anymore but uh, he had one for one for pleasure and one for racing and it was just like we just talked at length and he got really excited about his his uh his little race career, which is, which uh, if you follow him on Facebook or any of his challenges, you'll know that he he does do this this um, this uh, racing this single seat racing series. Um, yeah, but uh, yeah, interesting times. So we've actually got two tracks coming up now from from both of those. So we have uh, "Live Life" by Crush Forty from 
from Sonic and the Black Knight. Uh, well, actually, little thing, actually, whilst we're on Sonic, we're on Sonic and the Black Knight, I might as well tell you this now. Um, you may remember, you may vaguely remember, that there was the European trailer for the announcement of this, and also there was the American trailer, and the American trailer had Crush 40, and the European trailer didn't. Now, the European trailer um, had an instrumental version and uh, that was deliberately done because I said so, which was one of those really early times where actually, <laughs> actually I changed policy quite a bit um, because there was at, at that point of time we'd had a bit of a uh, a glut of Crush Forty, and it was it was at that point of time that everyone was kind of really sick of Crush Forty. Uh, God knows why they're great, but. Um, Everyone was like, oh, Crush 40 and everything. It's too much Crush 40. So, um, actually, at that time, I suggested, hey, you know, you know how these guys, there's a lot of guys that actually don't like the singing and the lyrics and they think it's true. Okay, let's have just like an instrumental version. And of course, in my head at the same time is, yeah, we get an instrumental version of the actual main theme. Then we've actually got an instrumental version as a community. So that's kind of cool. And then you've got both versions of the thing and people can choose what they like. And uh, so those people that don't like it can just be pointed to the instrumental version for the for Europe. And those who don't, those who do like it, do like the singing can have you know, the, the general world release. But yeah. Random little story there that um, it was me who made it so that uh, Crush 40 didn't actually appear on the European version. Sorry, June. Yeah, so... <laughs> um, is it with me or live life? I can't remember which track it is now. Um, that's, it's, it must be around here somewhere. Um, uh, it's live life. Live life from Sonic and the Black Knight. And then after that, we have the main theme tune for... Let's tap. Do 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 do.
Let's tap. Another hand gets in 
see it all the same It's never the same Just like that It's nothing at all just means Nothing at all just means If all as is Then it's never as is Back to back Make real of all that seems Make real of all that seems In the Secret Rings. Uh, that was actually the first game I officially worked on uh, for Sega, and it was it, it was actually great fun. Um, I was actually quite uh, decently involved in the website, the web portal that they actually made for that, which I I don't know if any of you actually remember it, but it was really pretty looking, and there was lots of wonderful uh, wonderful graphical assets uh, all for that particular that particular game it was it, it was great um, yeah so lots of uh, lots of fun there the next title up actually is one that whilst that was the first game I worked on this was the first game that um, or it was the game that kind of got me in the, the gig in the first place. Um, the track coming up is New Venture from Sonic Rush Adventure. And it was this game that the character of Marine the Raccoon link, uh, leaked. And 
Yeah, and uh, Sega, uh, it's like Yoda as it was then, uh, is Sega driven now, put up the information and it was everywhere and oh my goodness. And yeah, they needed somebody to, to, to speak to, to, to Lewis because Lewis, you know, Lewis, that global internet fiend, you know, sitting at home in his, in his dark basement twirling his moustache. He actually lives in a quite high up. <laughs> Not in the basement. He lives in a very light and lovely place. Um, but uh, yeah, he was twirling his internet villain moustache. Um, Sega thoughts and like oh no what are we going to do and I hadn't been talking to to Sega and it was like look I essentially just went look stop panicking I'll have a chat and things just went from there spoke to Lewis we worked out a deal um, uh, Sven was in there somewhere as, as I, I, needed, I needed to definitely get uh, I needed to double check contact before I contacted contacted Lewis I think but yeah, that's exactly what happened. Um, her chat did a bit of a deal. They went, wow, we can like do deals and things and, and, and you know, work with the people if we've made an absolute horrendous mistake. And yeah, and that's, again, that's exactly how it went. So uh, Secret Rings, my first, my first game, but the game that actually got me into uh, the business was actually Sonic Rush Adventure.
the game Resonance of Fate and the track Resonance of Fate actually, uh, also known as End of Eternity in the US. That was another one of the games that I worked on and did some things for, but um, in in hindsight, unfortunately, it was one of those things that there was no real budget for it, and I just couldn't do anything, really. We had some lovely giveaways and soundtracks and things, which we did with uh, Free Stuff Friday, and um, people were very interested in that for the very hardcore RPG guys. It's a game I don't think got its, its due. It was a very... Um, it, it felt a very hard game. It was very, very difficult to get into, uh, but but nonetheless, I, nonetheless, it was it was you know it was all right. Um, actually, it's it's a sort of I actually quite like Turbo to let's play it sometime because I couldn't get into it. I just couldn't get into it myself, and it was as I say again one of those things that that actually when when all was said and done. Um, I would have liked to have actually seen where things went with it. After this, uh, we go to away from Sega, actually, to my life beyond Sega. And this is actually the main theme of Heroes of Ruin, which is a 3DS. Um, well, it's not a massively multiplayer on, um, RPG. It's sort of mini multiplayer RPG. Um, four player teams on 3DS. Um, there was a lot of uh, a lot of potential with this title. Um, I had to leave relatively early on it. I was only there for three months but uh, long enough that I really got to think of Heroes of Ruin as, as something that was mine. Um, I put a lot into it. Um, I wrote, uh, this is something you may or may not know, for that game, I actually wrote a lot of um, creative text for that uh, in terms of the background and the gaming universe. Um, a lot of the profiles that are still up there were the ones that were written by me. So they were, all, these, all these characters actually didn't have uh, any kind of, you know, mythology or anything. And it was so can you give us some facts about this character and it was like they basically turned around to me and went we haven't got any it's just a character we made up oh brilliant well done to try and create this massive you know universe and you've not actually bothered to create anything so so here is a rumor something I say again I put a, a lot of time into um, a lot of time into personally and hey it's it's um, probably didn't do as well as it should have done um, I think they lost their way a bit really uh, with the, the people who were working on it uh, but needless to say yeah, I was very proud of working on that and this is the main theme of Heroes of Ruin after that actually we have a, another mobile title this time it's a game on the PSP with the initials PSP actually Fancy Star Portable 2 actually worked on both Thank you. 
dual phenomenon then from Fantasy Star Portable 2. As I said, I actually managed to work on both Fantasy Star Portable titles and indeed Fantasy Star Zero, which uh, is still one of my favourite um, RPGs, actually. And that's not because of the thing that they managed to sneak under the radar, they managed to sneak into this game, um, insinuated tentacle rape incident. But, um, and they did, look it up! Um, yeah, um, it's uh, it's one of those it's one of those games that I I, I really managed to get into, um, and uh, it was really my first introduction to Fancy Star as a as a series properly. Although um, I actually worked on a number of Fancy Star games. Actually, I was uh, from European point of view. I was actually the community manager who specifically worked on Fancy Star. Um, although considering the uh, the sheer experience over the other side of the Atlantic there um, at uh, Sega America on, on Fantasy Star specifically, I naturally took a very a very much a back seat. Uh, and that was kind of the deal. Just like I'll let you be on Fancy Star, and you just leave me be on Sonic. And uh, yeah, so we're going to actually take a, uh, take a step away from portable titles for now, but we'll be coming back to these. Uh, for now, we're actually going to have two tracks from two games that were kind of the same era. And first up is Virtual On, uh, Ontario Telegram. And yeah, I was actually the uh, community manager on this. It was a very specific digital port title, one of the... Uh, first ones from the Dreamcast. Um, I think it was from the Dreamcast. Yeah, it was because you had the um, in the menu there was uh, there would would have been the VMU and they and they changed it um, in the port to I think the 360. Although the, the the Dreamcast controller I think was still in there. Um, but yeah, so that and uh, so this is the track she lost control or SLC, and that it will be followed up with um, Grand Army Plaza uh, because I also had the uh, opportunity to work on uh, two arcade classics bundled in to a fantastic Wii port. Um, that was actually really good value and I'm, I'm surprised that uh, people don't people don't play it slightly more and that is of course of uh, uh, LA Machine Guns and um, Gunblade New York or Gunblade New York and LA Machine Gun as it actually was anyway
Welcome to the Sonic VIP Experience Radio Redux.
Endless Possibility there from uh, Sonic Unleashed, aka Sonic World Adventure, if you live in Japan. That was probably the game that I had the most impact on from an early age. It was the first game that I was really fully on board with uh, from the get-go. And, yeah, I'm still very fond of Sonic Unleashed. Um, I, I, I think that, uh, I think people kind of look at it um, badly for reasons I don't quite understand a lot of the time. I know the, I know the boss section was maybe like, was a bit, a bit me, um, and I completely agree with you people guys on that, but otherwise, you know, oh, the hot dog missions, yeah, well, the hot dog missions were missions you had to do, they were there as challenges, they're not the be-all and end-all, was, <laughs> was Eggman Land too long? Fuck yeah, was it too long? Need to be about a third that length. I, it was, yeah, that was my general feedback. But This is an old story as well, I know. But I was asked for feedback for, for Sonic Team. Sonic Team wanted feedback from me, which I thought was quite, which I thought was, oh my god. Um, they had feedback from anyone in the game, and so I gave a, a general feedback on the community, and I gave a game of feedback from me. And the feedback from me was, Wentos, great. Let's have more Wentos, please. Eggman Land. Never do anything that length again. It's like a scolded Sonic team. <laughs> never do that again. Dirty boys, never do that again. Oh, yes. But if that was the game that I um, probably had the first large amount of say on um, in terms of work working on it, um, this next track is from a game that probably hindered me a lot because uh, I gave an honest answer to an to an honest question and that game is Sonic Riders Zero Gravity which I hate um I, I, I do not like Sonic Riders Zero Gravity at all the Riders series actually as a whole is not you know, high up on my on my list of gaming loves, it has to be said. Uh, but it's, and I wasn't particularly fond of the first one because it destroyed my wave bird, which I will continue to just hold it against the fact that it destroyed my beautiful GameCube wave bird controller. <laughs> Gone before its time. Gone, I say. Um, but yeah, there was uh, that. But I was specifically handed the full game, and I was they were like, "Oh, we tried to play it early." This is their idea of you know being involved, Sega at the time. Um, we've done the game. How would you like to play it now, so you can see what it's like? Um, would have been nice to see it beforehand because it's a bit late. Any problems now? But I played it, and I played it for about ten minutes, and then they were very surprised when I came back and handed them the disc and said, "No, thank you. I didn't want to play it anymore." Uh, and uh, they was why why and I just went well it's terrible and there's all like these crestfallen heartbroken people that I'm saying it was like what do you mean it's terrible it's like no it's horrible it's a horrible game I can't stand playing it it's it it is broken and you've <laughs> it's broken there's like the, the the mechanic you've got for this gravity just doesn't work it's, it's a mess I just went, I just went to, just like repeat this a couple of times like seriously it's a mess. And it's like I'm sorry, but you know this is just it's, I I've played I've sat down and played this, and I personally don't enjoy playing this. Thank you very much for the opportunity, though. 
and I never had another opportunity <laughs> it seemed um, but uh, yeah there we go this is Cashel uh, with Ungravitify and that and this by the way is regardless of the actual game itself the actual music from Sonic uh, Riders Zero Gravity or Shooting Star Story that is top notch uh, especially through traffic, which is one of my really big favourites. Uh, but this, though, is the title track, Ungravitified by Cashel. And we never saw Cashel again, actually. I wonder, I wonder why. Hmm. Maybe he was taken out of the desert by Jin Sunue and, and, you know, and, and give it a sort of burial there or, or something. I don't know. Um, <laughs> Joy Geo where they did him in. You can just imagine it, can't you, in a way. Anyway, uh, here's that track. And afterwards, we're going to have another track from around about the same time, uh, which is Sonic Rivals 2 on the PSP. And uh, the title track for that, which, of course, is called... Uh, it's very short, uh, with Ted Poley singing, and it's called Race to Win.
ain't no time to be going on hiatus No, 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 no. under the battle cry Fear, carrying it around a guy As I kick him out, dismiss him You ain't from here, man, you better go miss it On the mission, rivals, I'm killing And remorse, no, I'm not feeling That's taking life, already you willing Either slice and smash it or drilling Fetters pass and I run this city Pay the price, I ain't taking no pity I'm out here, mama, no, you suck, it's in the clear Cause no, the ruckus, try to step, little punk, yeah, right I be taking out marks like you on sight Don't get it twisted, I got heavy hitters Get out the way if you ain't rolling with us Too much pride in my home to die And with that, I'm not alone inside Never. No breaks here, ain't taking days off Defend my turf, and that's at all costs This my, this my city All against this man, are you with me? You're gonna tear it here real quickly Take it back, push my push simply This my, this my town To get it back, man, it's gonna go down In the way you're my messing around The curious hurts, take it back, my crown This my, this my city All against this man, are you with me? You're gonna tear it here real quickly Take it back, push my push simply This my, this my town A break your spine, sucker. Crush game on check your cuz if I tell my gang to protect us. Now all my troops are in line to the outsiders. We the wreckers. You here, but you don't belong. I blend in your body if you don't belong. We gotta restore our town to glory. Take it back resource, that's our story. Keep coming if you look for trouble and get kicked out. Hella fast on the double go hard for my city. Rev to the death. Keep on fighting, there ain't nothing left. Yeah, cleansing all the leashes. Two techniques, no one else sees this. Cause I believe it's all for the people. For my town, there's really no equal. This my, this my city. All against this man. you at base nine from planet 51 uh which was um which was a game that they didn't actually think about how it would appear if you were playing it um if your first act is to mow somebody's lawn uh and you have to be successful of that to move on in the game probably not gonna rank very highly in people's all-time list um along with that we had my town my city from Anarchy Reigns, which I had a uh, very small time to work on, but uh, it, it still counts, it still counts, damn it. And I've only got a few shows left to play Anarchy Reigns music, which is awesome. Um, uh, yeah, My Town, My City, ranked, uh, did very well, I believe, on the Radio Sega Song of the Year, actually, for 2013. So, uh, which actually gives me an idea of how long it took Anarchy Reigns to actually get over here if I left in, if I left in 2011 for Sega. Um, but uh, yeah, we're, we're coming up to the end of end of the show, under the planned show anyway, and we have about two tracks left, and I want to take a bit of an arcade slant with these pair. So we actually have two games which were arcade games which came over... Um, via port um, to console. Uh, one had already visited the console market on numerous occasions, um, although it has to be said that uh, the version I did this track was not included. You may have guessed from that, if uh, you're particularly on the ball, that that is Crazy Taxi. And the other is actually 
Afterburner Climax. So we have The Lure of the Sky from Afterburner Climax and Way Down the Line from Crazy Taxi to end our show today. Thank you very much for listening in. Tune in next week where the special feature will be pretty much just all my favourite tracks really. Um, Well not all my favourite tracks but a large percentage of my favourite tracks. Well, not really a, lar- a large percentage, really. Sort of a, a small scratching of the surface of all my favourite tracks. But yes, that is the end of uh, today's action. Thank you for listening in in AUK. This has been Radio Redux, and we will see you for the penultimate time next week. Bye for now.